Greetings to you. I'm Brother James Muhammad, a student in the ministry of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and your host, by Allah's permission, of this week's special broadcast of Closing the Gap broadcast. We are accompanied by our dear sister, the managing editor of the Final Call newspaper, the greatest paper that has ever been published by the greatest publisher. And this, of course, is our dear sister, Stala Muhammad, who is, we are blessed to have her as our co-host. So, assalamu alaikum, sister Stala. Wa alaikum salam, brother James. Wonderful to be with you again uh, this afternoon for this special broadcast of Closing the Gap on Project Separation. Absolutely, and it is special. I want to say uh, in the beginning that Brother Student Minister Chad Muhammad of Muhammad Moss number 47, who was also an educator, had some responsibility in his uh, school with parent-teacher meetings this whole week. And so normally he would be with us, but he extends his love and greetings to all of the guests, as well as to the listening and viewing audience. We thank you for tuning in this afternoon. Again, this is a very special broadcast. We also uh, want to, but I'll get to introducing our guest. He's a, he's a host of the own, his own segment, Closing the Gap Broadcast Network, the Farrakhan Generation. Crazy. So, but out he right now he's a guest, <laughs> and so we're going to treat him as such. But we always open our program in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, the One God to whom all praise is due, the Lord of the Worlds, who appeared in the person of Master Far Muhammad, and we thank him for raising up from our midst the exalted Christ the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, through whom we have been given our beloved and blessed Redeemer, the Messiah of the Christ, the servant of God in our midst, the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In their names, beloved family, audience, viewing and listening, and our esteemed guests, we greet you with the greeting words of peace, we say it in the Arabic language, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum And we are so very, very, very blessed this afternoon because we have our dear brother and Dr. Ridgely Muhammad, the student minister of agriculture of the nation of Islam. And we're blessed to have him here. The subject matter is project separation a land of our own. Mm. And of course, we have our very, very, very special guest who we are waiting their arrival. They're dealing with a few technical obstacles that they have to surmount. We have to surmount, but we hope and pray by Allah's grace and are confident that they will be surmounted and we will be blessed, inshallah, with the presence of our dear sister, student minister and Dr. Ava Muhammad, the student national spokesperson for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. 
And so we want to get into the subject matter. It is extremely important not only to discuss, but to also be engaged in the practical application of what the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad has been teaching and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan continues to teach, which of course is a land of our own in a separate state or territory of our own. But I'm going to introduce our esteemed guest, Dr. Ridgely, say a few words uh, about his uh, biography. But uh, as I look at this short bio, I know it falls far short of describing the great contributions that he's made to the nation of Islam, and to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, our resurrection and separation effort. Nonetheless, professional protocol deems that I read uh, this uh, bio, uh, so I'll do just that. <laughs> okay, Dr. Muhammad was born in 1951 in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He joined the Nation of Islam in 1971 while attending Columbia University in New York City. He received a BS in 1976 in agricultural economics from NCANT State University. From 1976 to 1980, he ran his own jewelry making and repair business. He went back to graduate to graduate school in 1980 and received the MS degree in 1982 in agricultural economics, again from NCANT State University. He received a PhD in agricultural economics from Michigan State University with a minor in finance and a specialty in systems science Farm in 1987. Rather, he taught agricultural economics and conducted research on small farm financial management at ACA, I'm sorry, NCANT from 
and uh, I got kicked out of school at a very early age. <laughs> Excuse me. And we are blessed with the arrival of our dear sister and very, 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 very special guest, the student national spokesperson for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, Sister Minister Dr. Ava Muhammad. And so I'll waste no time in uh, reading and not reading your bio again. I must say, these bios, I mean, they in no way indicate the great contributions that you all have made to the nation that I know of. There are many, I'm sure, that I don't know of. But I guess humility dictates <laughs> that you just say a few words about yourself, which we appreciate. But if it was up to me, I would make up my own bio, just knowing what I know of your history and you too, Dr. Ridgely. But I'll, I'll read it. A gifted minister, attorney, researcher, and author of powerful and popular books such as Real Love and the new ebook, Can a Muslim Worry? Overcoming Burnout. Burnout. Student Minister Dr. Ava received her Juris Doctorate from Georgetown University in Washington, D.C., and is a member of the New York Bar. She currently serves as the official national spokesperson for the Nation of Islam under the leadership of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. She was recognized by Essence as one of the 30 most influential Black women in America in the year 2000. She has been happily married to my brother, our brother, Darius Muhammad, for 31 years, and they currently reside in Chicago with their two daughters, Sasha and Sherelle, and their two grandchildren, Amir and Amira, uh, Myra. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, here. <laughs> Minister Ava has launched her new Elevated Places Network on ministerava.com, where you can view her lectures previously recorded, Real Love in Real Life, Question and Answer Sessions 1 and 2, and so much more. You can also purchase Minister Ava's new ebook, Directing Your Will, Thoughts and Words to Get Your Life in Order. And additionally, you can purchase Real Love and or A New Way of Life ebook and or hard copy all on ministerava.com. And welcome once again, my dear, dear sister and minister to Closing the Gap broadcast. We're so Thank very honored to have you here. And I want to say, dear sister, I'm going to let you talk. I'm just going to just do these introductions. That I but I want to say that I have learned so much in the brief time we were trying to organize this. Because this is all kind of new to me in terms of organizing properly and professionally these broadcasts. And I want to thank you for your patience with us as we stumbled through. And please thank Sister Rona and Sister Deanna, because they were very patient with me as well. 
Uh, all praises to and you too, Dr. Risley. I want to thank you for your patience. And so now, introductory words. Uh, who would like to go first? Sister Minister, Dr. Ridgely. Sister Minister. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Assalamu Thank you, sir. In, in the most holy name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who came in the person of Master Farid Muhammad, to whom all praise is forever due. We thank him for raising in our midst his exalted Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank them both for their mercy in our midst in this hour, their messenger Messiah, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. I greet all of those who are viewing and watching uh, this program uh, in the words of peace of Assalamu alaikum. I thank you, Brother James Muhammad, uh, Sister Starla Muhammad. Uh, it's wonderful to see uh, Brother Dr. Ridgely Muhammad. And of course, uh, this beautiful, powerful young couple, Brother Michael J and Sister Miqua Muhammad. All of these uh, beautiful believers are people I work with and interact with. Uh, Right up to this moment, <laughs> uh, I've been serving as a section editor for the COVID section of the Final Call newspaper, uh, which I implore everyone to read and study uh, each week. Uh, yes. This uh, section was initiated by the Executive Council in uh, May of this year. And it has evolved into a powerhouse of all of the content that everyone needs to have uh, on the, the virus, the vaccine, the overarching agenda of depopulation, the treatments and protocols that have been uh, designed by the Nation of Islam under the leadership of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that will absolutely not only uh, handle this virus. Uh, as the minister said, July 4th of 2020, there are 14 treatments and therapies we can use to fight the virus. We have selected the best of those, the proven of those, and above all, the revealed word of Allah, God in person, Master Farid Muhammad, who gave to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad volume one and two of how to eat to live not designed just to deal with a pathogen, but to keep us on this planet for up to 1,000 years. Because the whole key to this uh, issue is our immunity. And we are to stay away from the devil, his vaccine, and everything attendant to his effort to jab us with this poison. Uh, Brother Dr. Ridgely, who is not only the student uh, and, and I say this before I leave the final call, our managing editor, Sister Starla, uh, Starla Muhammad, oh my God, she is not only brilliant, uh, but a master organizer. And you, you should look up what managing editor is to any newspaper. Uh, you take away the managing editor, that's like taking the engine out of your car. Um, and she is phenomenal. Um, 
Brother Dr. Ridgely, in addition to all of his duties, not only as student minister of agriculture, but actually working uh, Muhammad Farms in Georgia uh, with, with less than ideal conditions and equipment and budget and supplies, as, as we know what building a nation from the ground up is about. But on top of that, um, he takes time to lend his brilliance and research skills uh, to the COVID section and is one of our most prolific writers. Um, he too, uh, as am I, is a member of the Nation of Islam Research Group. Uh, mm -hmm. Brother Michael and Sister Aniqua, they are the real life manifestation of what happens when you follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and you produce children and grandchildren. Because we're looking at third generation of, of Islam under the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And this is a couple, a young couple with, uh, what do you have, five children now? Uh, we own six now, right now. I'm to six. I think they're like both 15 years old. But, <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, they went out and they, they'll talk about it. And they're gaining um, a, a, quite a reputation as doers. Uh, not only are they able to articulate the word, but they just represent to me the quintessence of a beautiful young Muslim couple rearing children. Now they're into farming and uh, land acquisition, actually bringing uh, project separation, uh, which I'm the point person for, to life. And that's what's happening in our world today. <laughs> <laughs> All is, praise uh, is due to Allah. Yes. I'll just say this to get us started. Minister Farrakhan said that uh, this, uh, and, and Brother Widgie and I, we, and, and the rest of the research team and writers, we, there, there are words now we always put in quotes. Pandemic is in quotes. Vaccine is in quotes. Because as time reveals reality, there's so much, to, there's more deception than could fill 66 trillion years of lies wow. in what this enemy has put out right. uh, in, in, in line with his latest and most demonic effort uh, to kill us off. Mm -hmm. And of course, they plan and Allah plans. And Allah is indeed the best of planners. And so, yes, you, you have COVID, but at the end of that, <laughs> the, those letters is the number 19. Come on, man. And uh, so Minister Farrakhan has said uh, this pestilence has actually come to force the, uh, the implementation of the orders coming from heaven, which is to separate, come on, to man. come out of her, my people. Anything less than that, anything different from that uh, is nothing but a Band-Aid. Gotcha. Uh, and, and we'll find ourselves in an, in an unending uh, set of problems if we don't obey God. Someone uh, said to me the other day, one of my fellow believers, uh, they were talking about Bill Gates um, and his uh, position now as the largest private landowner in uh, America and oh we're gonna have to figure something out I said no we don't it's on, we don't have to figure anything okay. out we just have to obey God That's God right. has figured this out for us 
And, and Dr. Ridgely has yet another uh, upcoming, uh, you got to look at this week's current issue of the final call. Not, not only the COVID section, but that paper from cover to cover is the very best there is on this planet, bar none. I, I will put this newspaper up against anything out here without fear of contradiction. And I pity the fool who doesn't read the Final Call newspaper. I think it's one of the, the most absurd acts of self-destruction you can engage in in this hour is to just not take what Allah God is giving us uh, in that newspaper. But no, we don't have to worry about Bill Gates. We don't have to worry about Anthony Fauci. And we thank Allah that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just put out a Lord. phenomenal book entitled The Real Anthony Fauci. Minister Farrakhan called him Satan, and he has never lied. <laughs> Minister Farrakhan, I'm talking That's about, he speaks nothing but truth. And we're looking at, at, at a satanic force in a person. Uh, with that little grandfatherly look and the glasses and the suits and ties. And, oh, yes, we want all the children uh, to celebrate Halloween and go out and do trick-or-treat, even even though there's a pandemic. Uh, why? Because Halloween celebrates Satan. That's that's, that's right. the holy day of Satan. And so right. he went right on TV. And in the midst of all this, get your vaccines, get your boosters. He says, go do trick or treat. And, and, and we would listen to such a person. Shame on us. And we do, unfortunately. Unfortunately, right. But there are many that are waking up day by day. And we thank Allah that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan went toe to toe with the greatest power on earth, United States of America. That's right. Uh, which is controlled now by Big Pharma and the multinational corporations and told them not taking it. That's We're right. not taking your That's vaccine. And if you come and try to force us with your army, it will be a declaration of war. And that threw a wrench into the entire plan. And it has never gone as planned since right. then. And we're, we're witnessing the unraveling of America and with her, um, all of the satanic forces uh, that are about to be run off this planet by Master Fard Muhammad and the Mahdi, the Honorable Minister, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, through their servant, who is the voice of God to us right now, the Come Honorable on. Minister Louis Farrakhan. Oh, praise is due to Allah. Very, very beautifully put. Before we proceed, I want to beg the pardon of my dear brother and sister, Brother Michael J.H. and Sister Aniqua Muhammad. I'm so used to relating to you in the host capacity. <laughs> Those of you who might not know, he is the co-host of Closing the Gap Broadcast Network, we have an extension of this broadcast called the Farrakhan Generation. And they are doing a magnificent job. So I wasn't used to relating to you as a guest, dear brother. So forgive me for not, for not introducing you as a guest, but you are, and both of you are our esteemed guests. 
And uh, I have a bio for him too. I want to extend to him and to our dear sister what we extend to all of our guests. And that, of course, is a professional reading of their bio. So, Brother Michael J.H. Muhammad, by Allah's grace, I'm blessed to be the third, that's him speaking. I'm blessed to be a third generation member and striving Muslim of this beautiful nation of Islam in which my grandparents and parents from both sides are still very active in this mission. I am joyfully married to my beloved wife, sister Aniqua S. Muhammad, for she is my good Samaritan my mentor and my shaper. She is the one Allah sent to me in the form of a well-made woman. Very beautiful, brother. All praises due to Allah. We are blessed to share five beautiful children with one on the way. By Allah's permission, I am a newly assigned servant of the people as the student minister of MSGLY Incorporated Muhammad Study Group of Lehigh, of Lehigh, uh, I lost my place because my phone rang, uh, Muhammad Study Group of Lehigh Valley, which is online, which is an online radio. MSGLV farms currently a total of 73 acres with land in both Pennsylvania and Arizona. MSGLV, Science and Medicine. Now, I kind of read it poorly, <laughs> but what he's referencing here and is written poorly, not by you, dear brother. I don't know how that happened, but at any rate, he and his beloved wife are the owners of a 73-acre uh, farmland both in Pennsylvania and or 73 acres of land, both in Pennsylvania and Arizona. And we want to talk about that and what student minister Ava informed me of as we attempted to organize this effort. She said, brother, and if you don't mind, sister minister, she said, brother, we are not in the teaching mode anymore. Mm. necessarily the discussion mode anymore we are in the practical application mode and she was saying this through sister rona <laughs> so i i said well we need to get brother michael on because he is in that mode not just talking right. the talk but walking the walk and to his credit he's so very young and again, obedient to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So thank you and forgive me, dear family, for not introducing you properly. I thank you, Mr. Ava, for introducing. So I felt so ashamed. But at any rate, let's. I want to turn the next introductions over to our doctor, and I'd like. Sister Stala Muhammad, if you would take over <laughs> this part of the broadcast. Uh, thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. 
And of course, always to our Closing the Gap viewing and listening audience, I know you see this powerful uh, panel with us this afternoon. So any questions that you would like to ask of our esteemed guests, please feel free to place your questions in the chat. And so again, talking about the practical application of separation, I would first like to start with our dynamic and beautiful young Muslim couple, brother Michael and sister Aniqua. Yes, ma'am. You know, what, of course, you were born and birthed into the teaching. So much of this, of course, is in your nature. But what was it that made you finally decide to make that move and step out on faith and do the research and the hard work, and constant work necessary our viewers, for those who may be considering purchase land, whether it's an acre, whether it's five acres, maybe some of the steps that you would recommend that they do first. Wow. Well, I thought I will talk for both of us in the introduction of opening first in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. We thank almighty God Allah for coming into the person of Master Wallace Fard Muhammad, and we thank him for extending his mind and his mission into the one whom we know is the exalted Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank both the Mahdi and the Christ for extending even further their mind and mission, their love and their will into the one whom we know is the modern day Messiah in our midst, the most honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. And in those three great men, we greet all who is listening from around the country and around the world. With the greeting words of peace, as we say it in the ancient Arabic language, assalamu alaikum. This is again my beloved dear sister and my wife, <laughs> Sister Aniko Muhammad. And we are so honored to be on this, on this side. And I'm trying to hold back the tears because, you know, when you uh, have been born in the nation of Islam and have watched these great men and women since you were a child, and you only have dreams of these types of things. You know, you only have dreams of these types of things. And then the day comes and you're still young enough to appreciate and understand that the dream you saw might have been a little bit more. And you see yourself on a flyer and on a platform with these gods. And it's just a, it's just something I'm very thankful to Allah for. But to answer your question, Sister Starla, it was just the baby in the womb that caused me to think of that idea. We were sitting in a hotel room in St. Louis during the uh, celebration for Minister Akbar. And um, I was looking at my wife's belly and uh, she was only a few months pregnant at the time. And I said to her, hey, yeah, a few weeks. I said, I don't want this baby to be born in a land where someone else is the Lord. I said, I wanted that baby to be born where we would be the Lord of the land. And we would have the ability to offer to that baby something tangible that it could take it further than us. And she looked at me and said, where did that thought come from? <laughs> and I said, let's just go after one acres, you know, baby, let's do that. And she said, okay. 
And I said, look for a, a real estate agent. We went online that, that, that moment on a Saturday or something. And we found an agent. We called the agent. The agent said, well, let's meet on Monday or next week. And sure enough, we met and we only had an acre in our mind because we didn't foresee too much more than that, of course. And then God saw different. And we went from seeing five acres to how much? 40, 40 44, yeah. 10 acres. That and was the inspiration. That was 44. the inspiration. <laughs> we saw the 44 and said, how much is this? What? And then we knew that Allah was trying to show us that he wanted us to think bigger than just a backyard, front yard. And um, he introduced and showed us the 22 that we're on now. And that was the, uh, the uh, catalyst that got us to be addicted to purchasing land all while the world was in so much chaos and so much disrepair over COVID, we were searching for land. So um, that was basically the start of how this all began. It was just the inspiration of knowing a baby was coming and hearing those words of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan my whole life, go out, separate and get land. I said, at what point in my life do I obey? And uh, I thought it was the time now since the idea came in I knew I'd be held accountable if I allowed it to come out. And uh, that was the fear that came into me that actually started the motion. It was the fear of disobedience to a, a voice that I heard that I knew was the word of our teachings. Didn't want to disobey it because I had no real good reason to. <laughs> and uh, that's the beginning, right? <laughs> I don't know if she has anything to say. I. I, I really don't have anything to add to that because I just knew I had confidence um, in my husband mm. when he Crazy. set his mind on that thing that he, you know, imagine I'm, I couldn't picture it myself, but I knew he had a clear vision. And for me, I just decided that his vision makes sense. It, it means something. It's coming from somewhere. All praise is due to Allah. It's coming from Allah. So I just allowed him to manifest that. And here we are. Praise be to Allah. Very good. That's magnificent. I, I yeah. literally am in awe of such young brother and sister making these accomplishments. What is it about us when we get older? <laughs> speaking for myself that we are so slow in responding but we thank Allah for our youth may Allah continue to bless you praise be to Allah thank praise you to Allah so yes sir we great. actually uh brother James we actually have a question already from uh someone in the studio audience so I will put this question up and I think this will be a good question too uh directed to you uh Dr. Ava, as well as uh, Dr. Ridgely, and also, of course, Brother Michael and Sister Aniqua, because, of course, we've seen um, a lot of our people, those in the nation and those not in the nation who have started to come together and purchase land, of course, in the final call. And, of course, on your platform, Dr. Ava, you uh, interviewed the beautiful sisters who are purchasing the land to build a, a community. Sister Mariam, I will place that on the screen if I can. 
and she asks, when it comes to buying land as a group to separate, what in regards to owning and operating the land men, successful system to put into place to keep the ego at bay? I would defer to Dr. Ridgely on that. He's <laughs> Very good. Engaged. We haven't heard from him either. Since. That's right. That's right. Well, assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum And I'd like to greet you in the name of Allah. Um, you know, we set up, I run the Nation of Islam's farm. Right? I don't own that. That's owned by the Nation of Islam. I'm just a manager of the farm. But we set up the Stable Goods Project because we needed to move the products off the farm across the country, and it was difficult to, to, to do. We used to drive around the country. As a matter of fact, in one um, month, me and my wife put on a truck that the nation owned 25,000 miles in one month, mm -hmm. trying to deliver produce across the country. And the Mr. we bragged to Mr. Farrakhan about that, and he told us, don't do that no more. Mm -hmm. It's too dangerous, too much work. So we had to figure out a better way of doing it. And we set up the Staple Goods Project so that we could move our flour, now cream and wheat, muffin mix across the country, surrounded by other products that we need for our uh, survival. We didn't know COVID-19 was coming, but we knew the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us 10 years ago, make sure you're able to stay in your home for two to three months. Yeah. So we said, okay, let us get together the products that you need to store in your home and surround the flour from the farm and, and send that out. So, so we sent out 84 cities. And we set up a structure that we brought up in our book, Carbonomics One, uh, developing a post-Yakub economy called, called cooperative, a cooperative corporation. So we set up the Stable Goods Project Cooperative Corporation, where it's owned by the, you know, the group. There's a part of the, of the Stable Goods Program of our ministers of agriculture who became coordinators for the Stable Goods Project and also are co-owners with it. Now, we haven't bought land with that structure yet. We have bought equipment so that we can you know, move the projects around the country. Inshallah, one day we go to actually some land because we want to build a community. All right? The best way it is it is it is good that individuals are, are purchasing land. That's good. But remember, we we own 16 million acres of land 45 years after coming out of slavery. We bought that. Nobody gave it to us. And over time, because we were not organized, the enemy burned us out, they lynched us, the USDA tricked us. So now we only have two to three million acres of land, and most of that land is either sitting idle or is being rented out to white farmers because we didn't know that there was a war going on. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has really done more damage to civilizations and people than the armies, than the Department of Defense, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. It is a weapon of destroying indigenous economies, indigenous food systems, around the world so now everybody's piled up in the cities and are able to be controlled to the point now where they say roll up your sleeve mm. or leave and now we say where are we going to go 
We got no place to go. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us years ago, get together and purchase land on large scale and let's work the land. But they tricked us with integration. They tricked us with giving us jobs in the corporations. And now they move all those jobs overseas to China, to India, to Mexico. And now we got nothing to do in the cities except to sell drugs and scheme on each other. Mm -hmm. However, now with COVID-19 and the vaccines, Road Best Leave Believe, now 3,000 people per week are moving into the Atlanta area, in and around Atlanta, per week. The reverse underground railroad is in effect, but it's just not organized yet. Mm -hmm. And this is where oper uh, Operation Separation, you know, it's why it's important because we got Project Separation because we got to organize this. We want to move into areas and take over areas and have the people with us who think like-mindedly with us so we can develop structures and economies. We can start doing trade and commerce. Uh, Minister Ava brought a, a beautiful idea when she was over the Southern region. And that is that each Marston study group should specialize in producing a certain product. Right. And then we would trade those products with each other and develop an economy in the Southern region. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she wasn't there long enough to make that happen, but it's gotta, it's gotta happen. That, that's, that's, that's what we gotta do. See, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the 60s, he, he wanted to bring our segregated communities all over the country underneath the banner of the Nation of Islam and actually separate from the United States government. And we had the economy that could do that. We had, we had, we, we had schools, we had hospitals, we had uh, uh, cab companies, we had buses, we had clothing manufacturing, we had shops, we had some things and skills. We were carpenters, we were the builders. Oh. Could have in fact built our nation, but instead they tricked us with integration. And now we want to do for self, and it's beautiful that we are doing for self on an individual basis, but we really need to keep underneath the umbrella of the nation of Islam, and let's do this collectively. Let's get plots of land collectively and set up the structure of cooperative ownership and incorporate so that the enemy comes. He has to deal with a group instead of individuals. Because I've been down here for 26 years and I have seen them attack the farm. I have seen them trying to trick me into making a mistake that they could take the farm. I fight with this all the time. Okay? Mm -hmm. We need to work together. Fortunately, Allah has blessed us to overcome the different tricks and schemes. But on an individual basis, they're going to take you out. You know, yes, also sir. have the back of the minister, you know, who, who's directed by Allah. So, you know, to help me to see through the games that they're playing. But you might not have that situation that you can call the minister up. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we need to be collective in our efforts and work together as groups and not just trying to make it on your own. Because I'm going to tell you, farming, you will find out it takes 10 years to figure out your plot of land. Mm. 10 years. <laughs> because it changes every year. Every year, mm. it's going to be different. 
you have different problems and it will, it will return to another 10 years. And you thought you figured that out this year, the next year, here comes something there. You're like, what the, that's my favorite, what the, you know, you, you know, other words of that, but I can't say that, you know, that's what, what the, and so, but after a while you get your pattern. And this is why it was so evil and wicked what they did to the black farmers. They yes. actually paid black farmers' children to go to school, gave them, gave them scholarships to go to school to take up anything but agriculture. They would not give them scholarships to study agriculture. They even took vocational agriculture out of the high schools in the rural areas. So now they go away to college and they come back, they can't find a job near the farm. So what happens is the father, the mother die, the children got jobs in corporations. In Chicago, there's more black folks in Chicago Black folks in Chicago own more land in Mississippi than black folks in Mississippi. Mm. Black folk in Chicago own more land in Mississippi than black folks in Mississippi. So they scatter this out and eventually you sell the, 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 the land because you ain't coming back down there and you're not organized. We're coming down because the hell we catch in this city is a, a lot more. The fire is bigger in the cities than we're afraid of in the, in the countryside. We used to be scared of the countryside. But now we're scared of the cities. Mm-hmm. Allah is Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, Allah, Allah Muhammad said, Allah will make us separate. Right. And that's what we experience. That's what I'm going to Malaikum salam. Thank you very much, uh, dear yeah. brother. Um, we want to engage definitely, pri- uh, primarily the listening and viewing audience. Uh, I wanted to ask both all of you in fact there's um as you stated dr risley very few of our students desire to take agriculture as a course of learning but there seems to be some inherent hatred of farming i remember when i was coming up people would say use the term farmer in a pejorative sense, in some sense that, <laughs> that if you were a farmer, that was an insult. And it appears that that kind of um, direction has not changed. So there are very few of our students electing to take that. And what can we do about that? How do we inspire our young people, such as Brother Michael and Sister Aniqua, how do we inspire them? To take well, you, those kinds of classes. Well, you know, it started in 2013. Mr. Farrakhan started going around the country to these colleges, historical black colleges, promoting agriculture. And a few years later, my wife was in a meeting of uh, people in the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and they were amazed at the number of black people, young black people, going into agriculture. They couldn't figure it out. But I know what happened, Mr. Farrakhan's stopped teaching it. He went around the country talking about it. Now, the reason why people don't want to be farmers or in agriculture, there's two reasons. Number one, culturally. They have made the farmer look dumb. You know, a bunch of dumb farmers. Number two, number two. When we came out of slavery, in 45 years, we bought 16 million acres of land. Mm. 
So slavery did not break us from being a farmer. Mm. But in 1910, when they found out we had 16 million acres of land and we had a population now of 10 million, they actually came through and lynched us who had land. Did they tell you that they lynched us based on some white woman? That is a lie. If you go through the research, you will see there's very few lynchings that they can ascribe to some black man wanting a white woman. It was really because they got involved politically, economically, and they, they were landowners. That's why, right here in Terrell County, when SNCC came through Terrell County by the 1960s, voter registration to get the civil rights bill so they, we could vote, they came to Terrell County and the black farmers were the ones who used their land as collateral to get the, the young people out of jail. Okay? So the enemy said, never again. Mm. So they would not allow these black farmers to even purchase or sell anything in Terrell County. They couldn't purchase seed. They couldn't purchase uh, fertilizer. They couldn't purchase fuel. And they couldn't sell their products in Terrell County. They had to go to other places to sell their products because of what they did in, in protecting those young people in SNCC. So there's a war going on, as you might want to know. You better find out from Monsanto. There's a war going on, and we don't know about it. And one of the wars is psyops, psychological warfare, where they continue to portray the farmer as dumb. Now there is a, but there is a real reason as well as why people are not going to <laughs> That's your question. If you had a choice between uh, for your returns on assets, return on assets in farming is only about a dollar and fifty cent per hundred dollars. The return on assets in other sectors, manufacturing, retail, um, uh, wholesale, mining, are eight times that, around 12, 13% on average. After all expenses, if we're talking about equity, we're not talking about, you know, just money. We're talking about after, after all expenses, profit, return on equity. Now, would you invest money, get $100 and get $1.50 versus $100 investment to get $13? Come on. So for the last 30, 40 years, the return on assets in agriculture has been 13, 8 to 13 times less than those other, other areas. So what happens, capital and labor will push off the farm into the cities. And so that's why another reason why nobody wants to all day, all night, catch all types of hell and not make no money. But he said, what, what about the white farmers? Your tax money subsidized the white farmers, okay? Right. And they bought the land from the black farmers who all they could depend on was the price they would get in the market and the prices were kept artificially low by the government to put a, the black farmers out of business and, and use your tax money to subsidize the white farmers like on welfare so they can stay in business and buy the black farmers land but now they're going to stop subsidizing the white farmers to the level where now white farmers are committing suicide that's what's going on right now mm -hmm. wow. so it has been a, a planned war psychological and economic war against the farmer this is why people do not when I, when I tell people, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an economist. Oh, you're an economist. When I say I'm an agricultural economist, you're a farmer? 
And that was before I was a farmer. I was a professor. But long as I said, economist, oh, you an economist. I said, agricultural economist, oh, you a farmer? So it's it's all psychological one. Sorry for the long answer. No, I no, that's quite all right. I appreciate it. I wanted some distillation of the historical reasons why we have arrived at this point, where it is obvious that, as the minister said, the farm is the engine of our life, yet there is very little emphasis on inspiring people to pursue that kind of knowledge, that kind of education, where we can secure our own engine of life we gotta eat but i think it just goes to our sick dependence of uh, on the enemy and the assumption that he'll take care of us one more note yes sir even now you go and get an agriculture degree they do not teach farming they teach you how to Hmm. sell products of the corporations they don't teach you farming there's only one college in America now that actually teaches farming. And it's down here about 45 miles from the from the farm. Abraham Ball and Agricultural College teaches farming. That's the only one in the country now. We're fighting that all out. So you think you're going to learn something so you can farm. They do not teach farming. You you might not even see the farm that's on your college campus because all that they do on that farm is do research for the government or the military at the farm, they do research at the farm. They do not grow products. North Carolina A&T used to grow his, have his own milk, his own eggs, make his own ice cream for, for, their, uh, for uh, the, uh, the school's cafeteria. They don't do that. Guess who's sitting on our land now? Bill Gates Research, Nanotechnology Research Institute. North Carolina A&T State Farm, State Agriculture, previous farm land. Yeah. Wow. It's it put up in 2019. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to make artificial tissue, artificial tissue. Yes. These people will produce fake meat, fake greens, fake vegetables, everything fake made in a petri dish in a laboratory to be manufactured to feed people and put the vaccine in the food. Mm-hmm. It's the war. And so we have to think now, but how can we tell young people to come into agriculture and we have a system by which they can make money? There's got to be a system by which they can make a living so therefore, there's got to be people ready to buy the product when the farmers produce it. And we tell the young people, you should learn value-added production as well. In other words, how to take a raw product and make it into something else. Okay, we get $4 for flour, for, for, for um, wheat. We turn around, turn the flour, we get $24 for the same thing. That we can get $4 to sell to the market as raw. We turn in the flour and make $24, okay? This is what's got to be done. A whole new way of thinking has to be done. And... Uh, thank you very much, and trust me, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, that's all right, brother. We didn't invite you to, as you said, shut up. We want to, we want to hear from you, definitely. And so, um, again, I'm going to turn it over to Sister Stala, and uh, if there are any more questions in the audience or if you have a question yourself. We actually do have another question uh, from uh, someone in our viewing audience, from Sister Donna. She asks, can you speak into the importance of starting to together in close proximity?
okay, uh, Sister Starla, uh, equipment is freezing. So I'll repeat the question from Sister Donna Muhammad. Can you speak into the importance of starting to make conscious intentions to move and live together in close proximity, same neighborhoods? How do you promote that? Hmm. Sister Minister, would you like to um, respond? Yes, sir. You know, the, the, these, these, the pri previous question um, on the, the issue of farming, the disconnect, as Dr. Ridgely spoke so well on, the disconnect from farming, um, and now, of course, the conscious intention to move and live together. This is, this is why the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad are mandatory, crucial, essential to our uh, returning to knowledge of self and God and who we actually are. Um, because these are the only teachings that restore us to our nature, the nature in which Allah God created us. All creatures by nature uh, prefer genetically, prefer the company of their own kind. That's it's, it's unnatural from the insects to the fishes in the sea, the birds, the mammals, plants, trees, every living creature wants to be in proximity to its own kind. I was blessed to have conscious parents and I grew up in a, for lack of a better description, middle-class black community in Columbus, Ohio. And so my childhood was actually in accordance with my nature. And when it came time for me to go to college, uh, th there was no desire to do anything but go to what they call now HBCUs. Okay, I, I've always wanted to be with my people. I don't hate anybody else. I just don't desire it. And so once we are reawakened yes. to who we are, it's natural. Uh, Brother Dr. Rizzi brought up my desire uh, in my brief time over the southern region to see us uh, begin to develop expertise in our respective cities in the region in a particular product and we could trade with one another. Another thing my husband and I tried to encourage was for the believers to identify uh, a neighborhood or neighborhoods and populate those neighborhoods. The, the community I grew up in called Eastgate in Columbus, Ohio, was at the end of World War II, a predominantly white uh, community. When the uh, black soldiers, the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, returned from war, uh, when young black uh, professionals were now starting families, which included my parents and my friends' parents, uh, lawyers, teachers, doctors, postal workers, uh, landscape uh, professionals. That we perform for one audience, <laughs> one audience, and that's him. <laughs> 
So all praises yeah. due to Allah. Thank you, sis. May Allah bless you all. Assalamu alaikum. Lawyers, teachers, doctors, postal workers, uh, landscape uh, professionals. They wanted to uh, be together in a nice community and they, they targeted that area. Mm. They began moving into the area and it was so appalling to the white residents, they began to move out. Mm. And, and so this is what we're doing now. We are populating. We need to, to target and populate those areas, particularly in the South, which we built, which we developed. We're the people that made the United States of America the economic and military force that it has been for the last several centuries uh, until its time was up with Allah, and now it's unraveling. But we are taught at the very root of our teachings. The first uh, question raised, when you come into the classroom of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you're asked a question, who is the original man? And the answer to that question is that the original man is the Asiatic black man, mm. maker, owner, cream of the planet Earth, God mm. of the universe. Well, if babies are taught in the womb and taught uh, in the cradle and taught in preschool that you are the Asian, what do you mean Asiatic? Asia is the name of this planet. Come on, that's right. <laughs> and we are also taught by um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we need to begin now in this hour to start incorporating the language mm. of the lessons, the supreme wisdom lessons that we receive in the classroom of God, in the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, in our language. You know, I, I tell my six-year-old grandson, you're the original man. Come on, now. Come on. <laughs> the original man. Come on, black man. Come on, original man. No, That's no. right. My granddaughter, you're the queen of the planet Earth. Yes. This is our planet. Right. It belongs to us. It was given to us by well, when you're told that car over there is yours, mm. then you want the key and you want to Come drive on. it. Come on, but man. if you're shaped and molded in a mindset that you don't own anything, that mm -hmm. nothing belongs to you. Why would I want to farm for someone now. else's benefit? Yes. Come on now. When in my DNA is the memory of 310 years of oh. chattel slavery, of picking uh, 500 pounds of cotton a day, mm -hmm. and all I have to show for it is a one room cabin with a mud floor. Wow. I never slept on a mattress. I never slept on a pillow. I didn't come from the cotton fields and take a shower. My wife didn't go to bath and body works. Okay. I didn't rub my skin with lotion. When I got pregnant, the baby may have come in the middle of the day in the field. And I picked the baby up off the ground put the boy or girl in my arms and keep on working. So you're right. I'm disconnected. Go ahead. I, my husband's mother, my, my late beloved mother-in-law 
We could not give her anything to come down and visit us in Atlanta, in Georgia, because she grew up in Mississippi, in the Mississippi Delta. Okay, in the in the forties and fifties, it was still like slavery. You go there now, you're gonna you're gonna think you stepped into a time warp in some places. White man deliberately keeps Mississippi difficult to get in and out of. People still drive down a road never to be seen again. But her memories of growing up in Mississippi were so traumatic. You could not make her come south for mm. any reason. Mm. Come on. Once she, as a child, was taken to Chicago. Wow. So now it's only these teachings that overcome that trauma that, that is deep in our DNA. But there's something deeper still where the tribe of Shabazz, indestructible, mm. unconquerable, we are the descendants of the self-created God. So God himself came and brought that back up to the surface of our consciousness so that we can transform spiritually, then mentally, then morally, and we will no longer accept being a renter in an apartment in a city. Why am I giving somebody four or five thousand dollars a month to live in a box in a in a town and I think it's a home. So that's right. So you have brother Michael, you have Dr. Riz here. These they work hard. But what the, the advantage they have is they can breathe. They can stretch out. They don't wake up in the morning and turn their head and somebody next door is looking right in your face. Hearing uh, guns. Look at what the minister said Saturday to the Nubian circle. What kind of nation do you want? Do you want a nation where you hear sirens? So what is the point of us farming again, growing uh, produce again, uh, raising cattle and uh, having dairy farms and produce, if we have the same mentality that we have developed living under Satan himself, who is a liar and a murderer, and every single thing he does is in direct opposition to the will of Allah God. So we have to get away from him and separate ourselves and don't worry about, well, how am I going to make it? Come on. You ask your ancestors how they made it. Yes. When those Union soldiers, and I'll shut down with this, when those Union soldiers came on the 13th of June to those plantations in, in uh, Texas, the 19th of June in 1865, and those Union soldiers read the Emancipation Proclamation, which had been issued two years prior, and they didn't know anything about it. History tells us that the people, our parents, held in bondage, they dropped their tools on the ground, and they walked off the plantation. There wasn't no GPS. There wasn't no... Uh, I-20, mm -hmm. I-65, I-70. 
There wasn't no Uber. There wasn't any Southwest Airlines to get on. Come on now. There were no cars or buses. There weren't even any roads. Come on now. And the first thing they did is is head to Louisiana looking for their family members. Listen, listen. That's Children right. that have been That's sold right. off. That's Parents, right. spouses that have been sold off. And That's we're right. up here worrying about how I'm going to live. Y'all going to have cable. Right. Uh, what, what are we going to do? Go ahead, yes, yes. How are we going to make uh, They might attack us. They, they might attack us. planet have you been on? Come on, now. that's right. <laughs> you ask the Mod Aubrey's parents. Come on, that's right. George hey. Floyd's family. Come on, now. Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, all those that we'll never even know their names because they didn't even have a family or a support system. Family or the, the lynching and killing of them on, into now. the national news. That's right. They're doing it right this minute. That's right. That's right. And we survive for a reason. Now, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is telling you that there is something above us go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. called a wheel. Go ahead. A mother plane. The white right. man admits it and That's confirms right. it. That's yes. right. Mm -hmm. And it is the reason he has not made a move on us in the past. Trumpeted. 
by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And so it makes me think of the window of mercy closing. Yes. And what we want to know that uh, want everyone to know that while Allah's mercy, he is the most merciful of those who have mercy, yet his mercy cannot last forever. That's right. And so we want to get the message out that we must do our part, whatever that part is, however small we deem it or perceive it to be, we've got to move in the direction of obedience to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and what he is representing in the way of survival, <laughs> not just us, but our children, our children's children. Well, I, I have a, a fear, but I won't get into that because I got children, grandchildren, and uh, <laughs> I want them to have a better life. Yes. I want to impart to them the necessity of exiting from this culture, this society. But uh, I don't want to personalize this <laughs> we are on a broadcast. Okay, Sister Stala, you're back with us uh, by God's grace. Again, I'm going to turn it over to you. Yes, sir. Hey, sis. Yes, sir. My apologies. I had some uh, technical difficulties, so I hope I'm uh, coming through a little bit more clear. Dr. Ridgely, I saw, sir, that you had your hand raised. Would you like to make a comment, dear brother? Yes. I, I understand the the frustration. You know, we thought that this thing would be over. I don't Elijah Muhammad thought it would be over in just a few years. That's right. And so here we are. But we must remember why Master Farad Muhammad came, why his father made him. He didn't come over here to kill white folks. Mm. Come on, come on, right. He had the plane when he came with the, with the fifteen hundred bomber planes, the three bombs. He had that when he came. <laughs> Why didn't he use it yet? Well, what was his purpose? What mm. did he say he's gonna do? He's, he came to look for his uncle, who was the brother of his father, and his father was a god. So he's looking for the uncle of his father. I mean, the brother of his father. He's looking for the god. He found one. Mm. Okay. Because he came to make a nation of gods mm. that would never deviate. That's right. The first God didn't do that. We've been deviating ever since we've been here. Yes, sir. But he's going to make a nation of gods that will never deviate. So give give him a little break. Give Master Farad Muhammad a little break. He's getting ready to build a whole new universe. Take the wobble out of the universe. Give the man a break. Just chill out. Yes, sir. Find your mission. <laughs> Mr. Farrakhan in 2005 gave us a solution for each of us. It's called the Nine Ministries. Mm -hmm. I found my mission in the Ministry of Agriculture. Get busy, find your mission within his mission, and live out your life in submission. That's right. All right? And, and make the devil jump us. If yes. we separate and start doing what we're supposed to do, he's going to be forced to jump us, and then we can sit back and see if the wheels are real. Come on. That's right. He knows the wheels are real. That's why they poisoned us now on a, on a quiet tip. That's He's right. And that's with us directly because of the plane. When Mr. Farrakhan said on July 4th, you come and try to stick this in our arms, we declare war. And then the enemy knows what that means. The planes will come. Yes, sir. Yes, we had to back off of that. Dirty witch, horse witch, whatever the name is. They had to back off that. We're going to force you to take a shot. Come on. Right? 
So, again, but the, God, if he shows up with the planes, all knees will bow. Okay? <laughs> but he's looking for those who believe in him without the planes, without the power of the force. Look how Mr. Farrakhan, love of the honorable Elijah Muhammad brought him out to be, he made, he was made into a God because of his love for the honorable Elijah Muhammad. So mm -hmm. when are you going to find that type of love? I just love Minister Ava when she talks because she got to have a fire and that type of love. When are you going to find your fire? When are you going to yes. find your love? Yes, okay, so you can burn yourself to be, to be a God to the point where the enemy decides he's going to take you out physically, then we can see, is God real? Let's see if it's real. Because you're gonna die anyway. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Let's make it happen. Let's <laughs> the enemy kill you. That's right. So he only 300 of us to go down. Mm -hmm. Say that, brother Doctor. Over. Over. Because we don't know that. We don't know that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that he will only take 300 of us. That's right. Mm -hmm. We need to know these things so that the fear of the enemy will be removed. Mm -hmm. And any religion that does not remove the fear of your enemy from you mm -hmm. is no religion at all. Yes. That is our worst enemy, not the white man, the fear mm -hmm. of the white man. I'm going to say one more thing. Mm -hmm. In 1985, the minister Farrakhan said that the honorable Elijah Muhammad was alive on the wheel. Mm -hmm. The enemy thought that he had killed the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in 1975. Mm -hmm. right. That's right. Okay. But Mr. Farrakhan said that Honorable Elijah Muhammad is alive on the wheel. The enemy said, oh, S O I, you know the rest of it, right? right? We are in trouble. And yeah. that's when they set up this system by which they can make these vaccines with indemnity, because they're nothing but poisons. That's the indemnity in 1986 to get the to get these pharmaceutical companies to make these poisons and put us on on a download on a sneaky tip because they couldn't go directly to us because of the wheels. That's so right. we've been taught all we need to be taught, but the minister just loves us so much he keeps teaching. Let's make him proud. Let's make his word bond. Yes. When he say be, we got to be the people like my brother and my sister here yeah. who are. Uh, the it is be right. and somebody got to be the it is right. i just try to be the it is that's mm -hmm. right all praise is due to allah and speaking of our dear brother brother michael we haven't heard from you uh, <laughs> okay. we certainly would like to hear from you because you're actually practicing what we are preaching right. Right. Praise to allah. Oh, that's critical. <laughs> well minister james when you have Dr. Minister Ava and Dr. Ridgely on, you stay quiet. <laughs> I, I can understand that, brother. Oh, but uh, we want to hear from you, definitely. Right. For that yes. reason that you're actually engaged mm -hmm. in exercising, implementing the teachings. But yes. also, brother, I mean, you're the present, but you're also the future. Right. You sure. have the ability to give hope to our people because yes, of your youth mm. and because of what you're doing. So we definitely have to hear from you. I appreciate I'm in awe of these esteemed guests myself, so I yeah. can identify with what you're saying.
but the people have to hear from you. Yes, sir. So well, give us some of your experience as a farmer. And I mean that in the most complimentary sense that I, that I can put it. Well, dear Minister James and Sister Starla, um, there was that, I wanted to um, just ex ex uh, say, offer something to that, um, those questions. Um, I know one of the questions was, how do we, what's the best way of going into a structure of getting for yourself as a group and without there being ego? And um, the thought came to my mind, I don't know what it was, but Genesis. When you think about Genesis, it talks about, um, you, hear it, you hear God saying, let there be light. And how the darkness uh, was void of form. But paraphrasing, when he looked into the light, he saw something of good and separated, divided the light from that which was darkness. So I would say to this, the dear sister and I, and all those who are listening, and I think sister Aniqua can bear witness to me and with me on this, that when we go into something as a group, go, I know we say like-minded people, but search for light-minded people. Mm. People that share the light of the idea that you share. Because light seeks out light in the darkness. And when the light finds light like itself, it pulls on it. The minister said, at the core of, I said this before in one interview, at the core of us, we are light. And when the sperm met the, the, the egg and the first cell of light began rotating in the darkness, yeah. he said, anytime you see something of light rotating in the universe, there's something of greater light causing it to rotate. Why? Because the two forces love to be around each other. Yes. They have a nature and a desire to want to be around each other. That's what Master Fraud Muhammad represents in this new world, positive, attracted to positive. That's so right. if we want to go into groups of conquering land, which is technology by which God created from the very beginning, so to the other question, why don't we go after farming? And it's because the enemy has made the technology of farming a, a, a thing of inferiority. Right. And he's exalting his own technology world. He wants to make you think about the next iPhone that comes out. Right. Come, that comes out. The house that has all the smart technology in it, but the seed that goes into the darkness on, and now. brings forth a plant that on, has man. love in it so much that when you eat from it, it come gives on, God. Go ahead. The love of God comes from the plant, the apple on. fruit on your property. Just like the love comes out of my wife's breast into the baby that we bear. When we put the seed into the ground and the darkness says, come out the come light on, from the seed and brings forth the plant that gives love to us from Almighty God Allah, that is the technology that the enemies are going to absolutely turn you away from. Because right. that makes you know that there's a God that's greater than him. That's right. He wants you to think that his technology is the, the new thing, is the best thing. But God said in the beginning, let there be light.
and he divided that light from the darkness. So go find light-minded people, okay, love-minded so people, and let like the structure of your group be under yeah. the authority and the law of love. On, then you don't have to worry about ego because love will supersede that because it's God that is there. It's God that is present. And if you are light, and you are, and if you find more light, and you will, and you rotate around each other, you won't have a problem going after land and conquering land and bringing forth the natural technology of bringing forth a plant, a tree, a vegetable, or cucumber for yourself. And that is what I found in my wife, man. I mean, the minister, he keeps telling us to look at the woman, look at the woman, look at the woman. The five percenters will call the woman the earth, will call her the planet, right? But she, the light for me and is the light for me. She has caused me to rotate the ideas within my mind and put me to work. She's been that one that God used to say, go out there and think and do and say, being it is, she was the light that was being used by Allah that caused me to rotate. And we together became, we, we started rotating around each other with ideas, yes? Yeah. And that's how this came apart. So I would say to sister, go and find light-minded individuals. Come on. And the light-minded individuals you have won't have ego present because they are individuals of light. Mm-hmm. Trust in them. Don't worry about what you think about them, or what someone said about them, or the possibility of them losing a job or falling weak or you falling weak. Don't worry about that. That has already yes. promised us everything. Yes. So go to your like-minded brother and sister. Have faith already that they're light. Ahead, and guess what Allah will bless you with? With a land wrapped in and clothed in the sun. <laughs> and you both, and as a group, you'll be standing on the moon because you'll be standing on all that which the prophet had prophesied before you. And that is what I would say to sister. And um, that's what we have done. I found so much light in my wife and I found the secret within her by just her allowing me and pushing me into motion. It made me say, wow. I know who I'm looking at now. <laughs> so that's, that's, I just wanted to say that. I didn't want to say anything else. <laughs> I'm crazy Absolutely. to Allah. More than enough. Yeah. I, I worship sister, minister. Is that what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said when he said the secret of God is in the woman? Come on. <laughs> All praise is due to Allah. Yes, yeah, Thank you, Tim. And for uh, just a commercial, you have been listening to the young student in the ministry of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who is also a co-host of the upcoming, right after this broadcast, Farrakhan Generation. So stay tuned. (laughs) That was beautiful, brother. And that, of course, is our flyer for the upcoming show. Oh, excellent. Which will air right after this broadcast. (laughs) All praise is due to Allah. We're so very proud of Brother Michael and Sister Mariam, beautiful young believers, very talented, and Brother um, Brother Romel X, who is a a director. He's the 
engineer of that that program and we'd like all of you to go to the website of ctgbnetwork.com and on this website you'll get more information as to the great work these young brothers and sisters and all of us in the ctgb network family are attempting to do to help the honorable minister lewis farrakhan and i want to thank our guests for gracing our platform so we have uh, about maybe 20, 25 more minutes. Let us take advantage of these minutes. Sister Stala, can you lift some of the questions? Yes, sir. Please. We've got one right here. I'll place it on the screen. And this will be for any of our, our panelists who would like to weigh in. Question. Can you speak on the importance of eating as the messenger taught? growing our own foods, and the consumption of the Navy bean, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic that's having a field day on our people with pre-existing conditions. Thank you. And of course, Dr. Ridgely, through the Staple Goods program, talk about that Navy bean and how our people can get some of these wholesome, nutritious Navy beans from our farm as well. Well, thank you. Um, the goal of the Ministry of Agriculture, uh, Mr. Farrakhan helped us develop our mission. And our mission is to provide one meal a day, according to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, to 40 million of our people. Okay? That one meal a day, according to how to eat to live, that's everything you need in terms of vi vitamins and minerals and energy is in that, those foods. And in combination, he said, if you eat navy beans and, and, and whole wheat bread and pure milk, okay, not this homogenized stuff, hmm. <laughs> easily live 120 years. Easily. And then, of course, if you go into eating one meal every two days, you will stretch your, your life out. You go every, once every three days then that's where you can start stretching towards that thousand years. That's a lot of um, what I call that discipline. Uh, and this is one thing that the enemy has made us completely undisciplined. So yes, we suffer from these comorbidities. We suffer from, high, from, from diabetes. We suffer from uh, hypertension. We, we suffer from heart disease. We suffer because of what we put in our mouth and how we behave and how we act eating all times of day. I say, if you, can, if you can't go to the bathroom but once a day, you only need, you know, you can't go, you only need three times a day and you, you ain't got time to go to the bathroom because you're working a job. Hmm. And you, okay, you know, you let stuff in, you're not letting it out. It's just simple. The plumbing go break. All right? So, Donald Minister Lewis Farrakhan, whenever somebody in the nation gets sick, he says, are you eating your bean soup? Are you eating your bean soup? Yeah. This pulse, this this bean has that vitamin E and a bunch of other minerals that actually ward off the effects of the con of continual vibrational microwave energy that you're being bombarded with, with with these phones, with the cell towers. There's many people studying about this whole issue with these viruses that it's really just a breakdown of the human body because of these different microwaves 
that are destroying the equilibrium in our cells and is causing your body to break down and not be able to reproduce itself. Billions of cells die every day, but they, they, they supposed to reproduce themselves. Something has got in between that. Okay. These, they're vibrations. So we have to start eating right, start thinking right and growing our own food. The stable goods project is distributing the best products we could find to help you survive. Now, we promote people having home gardens for your fresh vegetables, okay? Your fresh vegetables, when I went to Cuba, because the Farrakhan brought me to Cuba with him, and in Cuba, they don't have refrigeration. They don't have refrigerated trucks. Every, 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 every empty spot, they have a garden. And they have a little hut at the end of the garden where the people come every day and pick up their fresh vegetables to go home and cook it. They don't even put it in the refrigerator. They pick the same day to go and get it and they and they cook it. Then they have one house that does the, the baking. So then they go to this person's house who does the and they go get their bread for the day. Wow. Okay. But they bring in the staple goods like the the, the uh, rice, the black beans, the uh, uh, potatoes. They bring them from the countryside at the larger cooperative farms because that's they bring them once a month because it, it can hold up. So they bring them in. Everybody has their staples, but then they they want the people to to eat the fresh vegetables, eggs, right there every day that they grow. Yeah. So that's the model. You have you grow your staples on large farms out from the cities because you got to have the area of land. You can grow a navy bean in your in, in, in your backyard, but to try to get the navy bean picked, okay, you'll find out. You you, you put out 50, 50 feet of navy beans, and when you harvest them, you're going to have a cup. Mm. You know, you're going to have just like one cup. <laughs> you know, but if you if you put out one tomato plant, you have tomatoes for at least three to four months. Okay? So we, we, we promote gardening and small farms with vegetable production close to the city that you can get that day and then your your staple goods are produced from further away they can be shipped in because they don't perish right away the one reason why you messed up this 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 um what they call it acid reflux yeah. is because they're picking the food in particular the fruits early and put chemicals on it and gas them to make them seem that they are right they're not right so they got too much acid in it because it's not right so you have acid reflux okay you should eat vine ripened oranges vine ripened tomatoes mm. that day not stuff that's been processed and gas been put right. on it pick it early so donald elijah muhammad is given a solution and cuba yes. has shown us the example of the solution so we need to take Cuba as a model. Thank you. Thank you, beloved. All praise is due to Allah. I'm just uh, searching for questions. As you know, you go right ahead, Sister Stala. Oh, I'm sorry. We do have one, uh, another one. I'll place it up on the screen. Says, mm -hmm. Assalamu alaikum. Mm -hmm. What eight states have we defined? And when are we presenting to Congress our proposal to separate and acknowledge point number 12? 
Oh, I guess that's me to some extent. Yes, ma'am. We, we have not officially uh, identified it, all of the uh, initial eight to 10 states, but you've heard the minister present them in lectures and in various uh, uh, environments. And, and it's partly, uh, you can almost self-conclude uh, what some of them are because we, we require um, access to uh, waterways that lead to the ocean so that we can, mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not going to be landlocked. Right. Uh, we also want areas as point number four of what the Muslim, Muslims want indicate uh, rich, fertile soil, rich in minerals. There are requirements. And, and of course, Minister Farrakhan has uh, said that he has a very deep affinity for Mississippi, um, among other states, and that the soil there is soaked with our blood and sweat. Um, the Christ was born in Georgia, okay? Uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was so angry at white people in Alabama, he made a statement. I can't remember if it was Fall of America or Savior has arrived. He said, every black man, woman, and child in America will one day be a Muslim. And that includes the state of Alabama. <laughs> That's right. When, when we were buying land down there and having some issues, mm -hmm. uh, and and so things things are happening organically now. Right, right. You know, time time continues to march on. Yes, ma'am. And when we're given an instruction from God and we don't follow it, it doesn't stop Him Come on now. from executing on the fulfillment of His promises and commitments, not only to us but to Himself uh, of of what He intends to do. And so it, it, it is occurring now. That's right. Um, there may not even be a Congress shortly. Come on, come on. Yes, ma'am. Um, as America unravels, she's, she's breaking down into her constituent parts. That's right. And as I have uh, referenced during the uh, separation town hall meetings, uh, the United States of America, and, and, and that's a title, United States, it's a really a loose political union of 50 sovereign states. Listen. And the uh, presence of COVID-19 really brought to the surface some of the irreconcilable differences Come among on. white people. That's right. Um, and there's a reason they are 50 states versus one large nation because their differences are so profound but they're hidden by the one thing they have in common, and that is their desire to wipe us out. Mm. Their hatred oh. for black people. That that is their organizing principle. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's their organizing principle. That's right. Is their hatred of black people, their hatred of God, their hatred of Islam. Because it's Islam. Uh, brings out the warlike propensities of the black man. And mm. they want uh, a subservient, uh, scared, fearful uh, people uh, to rule over. Uh, but uh, we're, we're still prepared to present 
the Muslim program as is to uh, Congress. Uh, and we're getting a lot of help uh, with the, the conflict that has come up out of the presence of COVID-19. Uh, you saw, and look at, look at what's going on as we sit here. Uh, yes. Joe Biden, uh, the current president, uh, issued uh, mandates, federal mandates uh, requiring, and it was supposed to take effect tomorrow, December 8th, mm. that all employers in this uh, country who employ more than 100 people would mm. have to require the vaccination uh, of any employee as a condition of employment. Um, he was immediately sued uh, by so many states mm. and so many organizations and individuals that they had to have a lottery to determine which federal circuit court would hear the case because there, there had been lawsuits filed in every federal jurisdiction in America. <laughs> First up, though, was the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans, and they issued an immediate stay. Mm. Stay means you stop the right. implementation of an, of an authority or, or a, an order that an authority issues. And the Fifth Circuit said that the Biden administration's mandate was irrational. They said, mm. you are taking something that you should be using a scalpel with wow. and you're using a one-size-fits-all sledgehammer. Mm. And you are relying on a state of emergency. But mm. we, and this is the court's words, we have been under a so-called emergency for two years. Come on now. How long does okay. an emergency last? So they had to, had to have a lottery and the sixth uh, circuit, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, a Republican state. Uh, and the, the court there is a combination. There's a few democratic judges, but most of them are Republican appointees. They uh, reiterated, they reissued the state. So they have brought the federal uh, executive branch of the federal government to a halt. My mm. point being, we have a flag. We have a God, first and foremost. We have a belief system. The only thing that we have a constitution, That's Muhammad right. Mas provisional constitution. That's we right. have our restrictive laws. The only, we have a way of life. That's right. The only thing we have not had, and now we're acquiring that, is land. That's right. And so we, we can do what the Mormons did. Come on now. Just move there. Dr. Rizzi said you got 3,000 people, how many, how, uh, a year? Per week? No, per week. Per week? Moving into the Atlanta area? All you have to do is overpopulate an area. That's right. Come on. And the minister explained this to Encobra. You know, mm, when you yeah. uh, spoke at the reparations gathering, you overpopulated, then you elect the, the state senators. That's right. You That's put right. the person in the governor's mansion. That's right. You dominate the legislature. That's right. So then 
We we outlaw pork. We outlaw scavengers. That's right. We we outlaw fornication and adultery and freakish uh, life uh, style and running around naked and uh, men going into men and women being with women. We just outlaw all of that. It's not rocket science. We were robbed of three sciences: the science of mating the science of business, and the science of war. Now, Brother Michael and Sister Aniqua are a living example of what happens when you master the science of mating. I'm talking about their parents and grandparents. When you start producing a child with a different mind, mind always has ruled over matter. Mm-hmm. As student minister Michael said, Allah spoke to the darkness. That's right. He's in their Bible, the book of Genesis. That's Let right. there be light. Come Who's on. he talking to? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. He's talking to the dark. Come on. And he's saying, Let it be. That's right. In other words, back up and part and stop <laughs> holding the light back. That's from its divine purpose. Yeah. And so the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said we should be allowed Come on, to establish a separate state or territory of our own. Because if we stay in this womb any longer, we're going to die and we're going to take you with us. That's right. So it's time for America to let go. Mm-hmm. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan made an investment. Yes, ma'am. In us. Mm, come on. And when you make an investment, you're entitled to an ROI. Come return on, on investment. That he gave up his yes. family. Yes. Everything he had to bring this nation back up again. That's right. So That's right. he is deserving and Allah and his Christ are going to see to it that he gets his return on That's his right. investment. Come on. <laughs> and his return on his investment is a nation of gods. Mm-hmm. Come on, because now. among the other things that were given to us through him is self-improvement. That's right. The basis for community development. That's so right. that the people that go into those states are not some Negroes right. with some residual dust yeah. of a devil, but a nation of gods who have atoned please, for please. what the scientist Shabazz did 66 trillion years ago think about that because we rejected god and he withdrew himself and he was unknown but he heard the cries of our parents that's right because slavery reduced us so low that all of the arrogance we were purged of it and we cried out for the god the supreme god the originator of the heavens and the earth, and his mind is the mind of Master Farid Muhammad, who has come here. Come on. And now we are free. 
And as the minister said, if we stop thinking about white people, they will cease to exist. They are nothing more than a fragment of our imagination. There is no solution. Allah is the only reality. And we are his children. And now he has made us into a nation poised to return to who we originally were. And as Brother Michael said, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the same thing. We have fallen so low and been around the devil so long that we think he has an advanced civilization. And this is rudimentary. This is like the Flintstones. Yes. Compared to the world of the black man, Come on. a cell phone. This is this is for disability. Ooh. We carry these because we got a disability. <laughs> we should be able to send our thoughts Ooh, to one right. another without the aid of some Ooh. mechanical. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> our thought travels at it. Average average black person go to Pluto and back and then again. Come on, go. So we gotta cut all this loose. Yes, ma'am. And stop lining up outside of Apple. Come on. Get some little piece of plastic that they put together a thousand dollars for it. When all you gotta do is send your thought. Come on. That's right. Come on. If wow. you and I are in obedience to Allah. That's, that's right. All praises due to Allah. That's it. <laughs> all praises Sorry due to Allah. Sorry for raising my voice. Oh, oh, that's your fault. That's and Dr. Grizzly, seeing you on that TV, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> fire, only, fire. only black people. Only black people. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. That is beautiful. All praises due to Allah. May I say one more thing, Brother James? By all means. My book, Weapons of Self-Destruction, is available at ministerjames.com in hard copy. Yes. Well, I wanted to expend the remaining few minutes uh, to you and to Dr. Ridgely so that we can be instructed and guided as to how to help you in this magnificent effort you are bringing to this resurrection work. You do so much for us, and we need to find out how we can assist you, as they say in the enemy's world, help me help you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You really no, I would just say briefly, I'm, I'm in the, uh, completing yeah. a master class mm -hmm. uh, that takes its title from my book. It's for women only, and it's entitled Weapons of Self-Destruction a guidebook for women in the war against negative internal forces. Yes, and so our last uh, part of that course will be December 27th. And you can go on to ministerava.com yeah. uh, to find out more about it. And I know we've got Brother Michael's show coming up. Uh, There's yeah. also a program for those of you who uh, want to learn more about the law uh, on Elevated Places Network uh, coming up called A Time for Justice. And wow, that wow. is hosted by our brilliant sister attorney, uh, Pamela Muhammad. Yes. And every week uh, they bring just incredible guidance that we need because as we're taught, uh, 
about the enemy, they make mischief by means of the law. Right. And and so there's enough of us now, you know, we can have our TV program streaming simultaneously as we That's grow. right. Yes. We got 40 to 60 million of our people that need this direction. So thank That's you so much, uh, student minister James Muhammad, our beloved, brilliant managing editor of the Final Call newspaper, yes. Sister Starla Muhammad, and my fellow uh, panelists who I always learn from Dr. Ridgely, that's student right. minister Michael J. Muhammad and his queen sister. Yes, yes. all three. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I know somebody asked about the Staple Jewish Project in terms of yeah. how can they order. Well, that process is closed in terms of ordering. We are now in the process of getting the products together to ship out. However, you can keep up with us at noimoa.org. NOIMOA.org. That's the Ministry of Agriculture, uh, Nation of Islam Ministry of Agriculture. And then you'll see you the next time that we have the Staple Goods Project that you can order online. Um, also, go to MohammedFarms.com. We have a virtual uh, TV there, virtual uh, Muhammad Farms, where you can actually see us working um, in the field and driving the tractor, et cetera. Um, we also have RizzyMohammed.com, that I have a lot of articles. Um, that I've written. Uh, some of them were published in the, in the final call and some of them weren't published, but we got, got more online there. So those are the three ways by which you can kind of keep up with what, what you're doing. But NOIMOA.org is the main way to keep up with what we're doing uh, with the Staple Goods uh, Project and the distri distribution of some good food. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. We have been extremely blessed. We want to hear from you too, Brother Michael, but you have a whole nother platform. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You got a little here. And I, I will be watching, as yes. I always do. And you can share with us how we can assist you in your effort. Yes, sir. To help the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But yes, I just want to say, dear brother, I appreciate you. And I consider it a great blessing that you have joined us in our effort to build this broadcast network. Yes, sir. You and Sister Mariam and Brother Ramel. Uh, I mean, you're doing such an excellent, excellent job. Very, very proud of you. And it comforts me to know that our nation is in good hands. Praise our future is bright. Yes, sir. So thank you all. Did you want to say something else, Sister Minister? Oh, I'm good. I, I've enjoyed this. <laughs> I enjoyed it fully. Very grateful myself. to all. And, and I'm loving the chat room comments. Yes, ma'am. Thank all of the brothers and sisters that are commenting in the chat room. Beautiful. All praises due to Allah. Yeah. And as we segue into the next broadcast, we want to ask you all to help to present these programs on this platform. And by the way, Sister Minister, Dr. Ridgely, uh, you all have access to this platform whenever you think you. you might be able to use it for whatever purpose that you want to use it for. It's free, no charge. And I want as many of us who are helping the minister to use this platform as long as you are helping the minister. And of course, I know that's exactly what you will do. But I mean that earnestly 
feel free. If you ever need to use this platform, you certainly can. Wow. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We want you to help us to continue to offer this platform and these programs by donating to Closing the Gap Broadcast um, Network. And there's the information, PayPal information, and of course the Cash App information. And visit our new website. I'm very proud of that website. So our dear brother Hannibal out of Phoenix, he designed that website, and I think it's very, very, very nice. So go to it. <laughs> Thank you again. And I have a, I do have something I got to, I'll talk to Sister Rona about it. Okay, <laughs> Sister Minister. I'll talk. All right. <laughs> okay. So thank you. thank you so much again for blessing us with your presence, Dr. Ridgely, uh, student minister and doctor, Sister Ava Muhammad. Thank our viewing and listening audience. I don't want to close out without allowing our sister, uh, Starla, who is really the star of this show. No, oh, please. <laughs> let her let her say some closing remarks. Thank yes, you. Sir. May Allah continue to bless you all. Go ahead, Sister Starla. Yes, sir. Of course, just want to thank our esteemed panelists once again thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable show. And as Sister Minister Ava mentioned in the chat room, we had so many uh, people who are just bearing witness and just the excitement, um, not only among members of the Nation of Islam, but among black people in general that we've seen um, really under this pandemic, more and more black people, whether they're opening businesses, whether they are coming together and purchasing, you know, plots of land to get away from this enemy. And it just really, I just want to real briefly read out of this illuminating book that inshallah should be a part of every black person, uh, indigenous persons, so-called Latinos persons, book collection message to the black man in America under land of our own and qualifications, the unity of 22 million, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad writes, by the help of Allah, I have and I will still prove to you that Allah God has given me the only solution to our problem here under this race of merciless devils. If you can prove to me that you have a better solution for the future of our nation, I will bring my followers and myself and join you. And if the solution given to me from Almighty Allah is best, come you and your followers and join me. Come on, come on. All praise is due to Allah. Well, I don't have anything to say except thank you, thank you, thank you. And for those of you who can continue to tune in, don't miss the Farrakhan generation coming up right now as we close. <laughs> May Allah bless you all and hope to see you again soon. Join us this Saturday for another broadcast of Closing the Gap. Thank you. And, and happy please, Sister Minister, please.
thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Tell him we love him. Tell him, and without him, this would not exist. That's right. Yes, right. Definitely would not exist. That's right. Yes, sir. So all praises be to Allah. I hope that he gets a chance to see it, and perhaps he will be pleased. So with all of my efforts and the accolades that people give us, I have to uh, intimate to you 